0: Alright, what's going on, y'all? We are back, living with Will. It's a new year, it's February, and we got a new episode, and we have a new interview. Shout out to Maggie Love for doing this, she's an incredible individual. I just want to give a little bit of backstory to the way that we met. Now, I think we have met before this, but my earliest recollection of our meeting was, I was at East Denver, it was a blizzard, snowstorm, I felt like I was on the planet Hoth, from Star Wars, I'm in a mink coat, scarfed up, ready for the elements. And the mink was exquisite. I ended up meeting some people through an amazing artist named Logic. He put me in touch with them, vouched for them. What really happened was, to be honest though, it was a, it was a chance meeting. I went to go meet with him during a blizzard at a restaurant. I think I had a... Uh, virgin mojito in a blizzard what was i thinking but um he introduced me to them and um they were some folks from consensus shout out to john wolpert shout out to serena chargundala awesome people and um they were like hey you know you're an eccentric dude we're doing this talk tomorrow you should come and we get there and maggie's there and she you know is this incredible figure in the web3 space and You know, I got to talk to her through John, and for some reason, I think me and her had met before, so we kind of recognized each other, and I was like, you're fucking awesome. I got to get you on the show, and that was last February. That was literally a year ago. Between then and now, so much has happened in the space. So much has happened. Terra Luna, FTX, various different institutional figures in the space collapsed. You know trust is at an all-time low but we're starting to come back from that you know ethan ethan uh bitcoin are on quite a run the past few days you know some of the some of the losses are starting to recoup some of the people that lost money may have bought the bottom and and are starting to see some gains so times are turning around but this year has been a lot the past 12 months have been insane not just for me but for the greater world overall and i had to take a long you know sabbatical from the web3 space I, jaded is an understatement of a word. I was done. You know, all I was seeing was people being taken advantage of, you know, false dreams being used to, you know, deceit and lie and steal and cheat. And it really just seemed like things were going back to the way that they had been in 2017, 2018, where I saw these people being taken advantage of in the ICO craze. And that's just not what I'm in this for. You know, uh, one, one of the reasons that I was pitching labels on NFTs in 2016 was artist empowerment, right? And so when this 2020 bull run, as it started, a lot of it was fueled by this this same ethos that fueled my desire and passion to be in the space in 2016 was, you know, how fucking incredible we can empower these artists, we can empower these coders, we can empower this community and create financial liberty and financial freedom for as many people as, as there are in in this ecosystem. Unfortunately, that view got manipulated and and you know, controlled and commandeered by gatekeeping, which is exactly what happened in traditional art, which is exactly what happened in traditional finance, which is exactly what happened in in the music industry and in the industries that, you know, we were looking to change. I was looking to change in 2016. And a lot of these people who came into Web3 saying all the right things ended up not doing them. And it was really discouraging for me because I started to get to know these people. I started to be in rooms with them. I started to break bread with them. And, you know, I trusted them. And that was difficult. That was difficult for me to process. It was difficult for me to participate in, continue to participate in the system. Because how can I work within a system I'm looking to dismantle? And if the system I'm looking to dismantle has now infiltrated this new ecosystem, what's my place in it? And that was difficult, and it took a lot of self-introspection. So I wanted to start this episode by just reflecting on the past year, because it's been a year since I've seen Maggie, so much has happened. But I also want to give credit where it's due. It's individuals like Maggie that give me the sense of belief still in this space. It's individuals like Maggie who are trying to better the community, who are trying to onboard and, and, you know, educate and improve the lives of others. That's why I got into this industry in the first place. That's what made me believe in blockchain technologies for the betterment of human life. And that's why I'm so grateful for this interview today. So a little bit of backstory, you know, a little bit of a look to the past. But now looking to the future, just so people know where we were and where we've come from, while I do admit there was a degree to which I lost faith and lost hope in the people that I was working with and the industry that I had become a part of, that time that I spent alone thinking about all these things, because I took a lot of time off to think about them, um, was one of the most important, insightful, regenerative moments in my life. So I want to recommend to the folks who are listening, if you're in a moment of peril in your life, if you're at a moment of, you know, deep doubt and insecurity, and you need time to process it, I really recommend that you let the people that are around you know, I got to spend some time in deep contemplation, and that can only happen alone. And I highly encourage you to do it because I'm coming in. I'm fucking beaming right now. It's Living With Will. The day is February 15th, 2023. My guest is Maggie Love. Show her some love because she deserves it. She's a fucking goat. I'm so grateful for you all for listening. If you like the podcast, like it, stream it, share it, whatever the word is. They attributes to what you're about to do. Please do it. The song, as always, is all caps doom on all caps by julio slim thank you so much and welcome back to another week of living with will
1: Bump in the road, minor setback I cannot forget that You see me sell soft, I regret that I carry the supply like a kid pack And you ain't have to talk you the stare back You already know where my head at I'm trying to get this bridge Jack. And really I ain't trying to hear that It's clear that shit a nigga talk about I really done did that I really done lived that to kids said you wouldn't want your crib back nigga I can't even sit back without the strap nigga I can't even relax without the pack it's all on the line nigga I can't even fall back I fell down but I crawled back looking for the money power respect all that a true hustler what you call that got me feeling like MF doom on all caps
0: I saw you was at so Denver.
2: Yes, it was at East Denver and already making plans to get back there. So, uh, looking forward to kicking off the conference season in Denver again.
0: Amazing. So, for people that may be familiar with your story and for people who this might be their first introduction to you, how did you get started in crypto and uh, in this Web3 blockchain space? How did that journey begin for you?
2: Yes. Uh, it's. Really, a story about following curiosity and you know what's calling you uh, when you hear about something. So that's really the takeaway from this. I was working at IBM and IBM Watson in financial services in 2016, doing product strategy. And at that time, IBM was trying to figure out what are all the technologies we should be applying in financial services. And so I was in this big corporate strategy meeting at IBM and we were all in the person in the room, except one person was on the phone, John Wolfert, who I believe you know. And this was before I really knew him. And he was like, blockchain, 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 blockchain. Like, we got to do something in blockchain. And in the room, people were like, oh my gosh, that guy won't stop talking about blockchain. Like, let's, let's mute him. And I was like, wow, someone's really curious and passionate about something at IBM. Like, I don't think that's something we should mute like I think that's something I should follow. And so I heard the word blockchain, and I was like, I want to know what this technology is all about. So I went to the Barnes and Noble Union Square New York City after work, and typed blockchain in the search engine, and found a book called the blockchain revolution. Read that book in about two days. and immediately I knew I had to be working in this space. That book focused a lot on the use cases, cross-border remittances, identity, supply chain, uh, provenance. And so I, I didn't really know anything about tokens yet, but I r- knew that you know this was the cutting edge, this was the forefront, this could maybe be a way I did technology for good, and I just didn't stop learning more. I would hide in cubicles at work. I would interview with all these different companies. I would, you know, keep trying to understand what it was. And finally in 20, early 2017, I was on LinkedIn. People like to hate on LinkedIn, but it's another great resource out there. I typed in blockchain, found a company called Consensus, and a friend of a friend who worked there. And that friend of a friend agreed to meet me for coffee in a cafe in Bushwick called Swallow and took me into the consensus office that day. It was just a flat in Bushwick and everybody was young and wearing whatever they wanted and passionate and smiling and saying hi to me. And so that vibe, I knew I wanted to be a part of. I was ready to give up corporate America, climbing this ladder, stuffy uniforms, lots of rules, lots of red tape. And um, I was ready to just be in this new energy and take that risk of joining a startup called Consensus. And uh, did a few interviews and you know landed a job there in what was called strategic initiatives. So helping a lot of projects within the Consensus ecosystem find their fit, scale, apply any business logic to it. So that was you know how I found my way to blockchain. It was really hearing about it, not letting it go, being curious, and lots of calls, lots of cold emails, you know, really putting in the the work to figure out how I could be a part of it because I knew internally I had to be a part of it.
0: I love that. And I love how it's this little startup called Consensus. Um, <laughs> and that John Wolpert is the is the guy in the in the corporate office you know, evangelizing blockchain. What an amazing like o- origin story you have. How did that, you know, entrance into consensus and everything lead to GFI? How did how did that transition happen?
2: Yes, that's a great question. So I started a consensus in 2017 during the ICO or initial coin offering boom. It was a really fun and exciting time. Everybody was coming to consensus trying to figure out what is blockchain? How do I apply blockchain to my business? What is this token? It was really fun. There was so much newness and ideating around that time. Road, you know, all of that through 2018 when it seemed like for the first time in the Ethereum space, we were really on top of the world. Great token price, consensus got very big, lots of smart, curious people. And then, you know, at the end of 2018, we have the first crash that I lived through. And, um, Some projects I had been working on, you know, didn't make it necessarily through uh, that time. And I say that because it was definitely a nerve-wracking time, but things getting cleared out, sort of like what we're seeing now, gives you space for new opportunities. So then in 2019, early 2019, I'm noticing all my male peers playing with, building, doing marketing for having conversations about DeFi, 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 decentralized finance. Did you put your money in compound? Oh, we're getting 11% APY. And I've always been very passionate about my own financial literacy and women's financial literacy uh, because the numbers are out there. Uh, we're lagging behind for a multitude of systemic and structural reasons. And you know beyond that, it starts from a young age and what i loved about crypto when i first joined was nobody could tell me i couldn't invest in ethereum i was smart i was looking at things being built i didn't have to be a accredited investor i could make my own decisions with my money about what i wanted to do so i was i'm backtracking a bit but i was really fun to talk to a bars in 2017 and 2018 like i was like oh yeah we're going to you know break down the walls of wall street like you know to all the banker bros it was i not that many people bought me drinks, but I was super excited about the fact that we were flattening access to financial wealth building and services opportunities. And so, you know, joint consensus in 2017, and it wasn't until 2019, this beginning of decentralized finance, where I saw that vision that I had been talking about start to come to life. It was more than just investing in Ethereum. It was financial tools and services open and accessible to all. What I also noticed is most of the people building it Getting jobs in the new DeFi teams happened to be all men. And women were left in their, you know, roles on their other teams or more, even if it was like an operational role, they just were not getting put into decentralized finance. And I looked around to the ecosystem and that mirrored what I was seeing internally at consensus. And so I had tried a couple of different initiatives and just decided, like instead of trying to convince people to change hiring or the way we do things, what if I just take it upon myself to start the community and the space and the resources that I want to see in Web3. And it wasn't in a negative way. It's the positive about Web3 is you can build the world you want to see. So I decided that I was going to teach myself decentralized finance. And, you know, I was going to bring women along with me. We were going to get together. We were going to learn things together. We were going to put our money into You know, protocols together. We were going to talk about what happened together. I just kind of um, decided I wanted to do that. And really, you know, the inspiration hit me uh, in a random conversation I had with another colleague. And I I like to bring these points up because it was like a random word in a corporate room, a random conversation in an office. Inspiration really hits anywhere. I was talking with my colleague, Corbin, and he mentioned that some men had gotten together for the NCAA bracket. That's the basketball tournament in the United States, for those who don't know. And you put money into a pot um, to bet on a winning team and whoever's right gets the the pot. Well, they had put that money into compound the pot before anybody won it into a DeFi protocol and watched it earn interest. Because if the DeFi protocol got hacked, they were only going to lose what they put in, right? So it's like, they could experiment in this like more risk-free way because they were likely not even gonna get the money anyway. Either one person was gonna get it or it was gonna get hacked. And I was like, that's just a genius way to get people to start playing with their money. Like risk-free, or money you're not gonna get back. So I kind of decided that I wanted to get women together to do this. I had heard this story about, you know, making, and this wasn't our point of the conversation. We were just catching up. Like I'd kind of had this inspiration from like, let's get women less attached to the outcome of their money of, you know, experimenting with money. And I was at home on a run in uh, like the summer of 2019, fall of 2019. And I was like, crypto, bachelorette bracket, like trying to figure out, I don't even watch TV, but I was trying to figure out like how to do something similar. And I was like, crypto, DeFi, Shifi, Shifi. that's a really good name. So I, um, Came home, I was at home, I told my parents and they were like, yeah, that's a great name. Like, I think you should do something with that. So, you know, I had just it had all kind of come to me. I saw the the issue. I understood that women were not building mark, even marketing, like even the traditional roles, you know, if we're gonna go that way that women usually play in, were not there. I had this conversation about a way to get people comfortable putting money into new DeFi protocols. I just meditated on it. I was away from the computer screen, on a run, doing something I do to meditate, thought of the name she And I was like, this feels like, you know, it's like it was a, a, it's another internal sign that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And so ShiFi has changed over time, but that initial idea, getting women together, getting comfortable with experimenting with these protocols by putting some money in, learning how to get over that attachment and take some risk and, you know, do it as a community and do it in the way that I thought would be most helpful based on talking to my friends and knowing myself and, um, yeah, just, and just doing it, just getting started. So, um, it's been a really wonderful journey filled with lots of lessons and lots of beautiful connections and, um, a DeFi defy world with way more, uh, female and non-binary users.
0: Yeah, that's and, and we need it. So I'm so grateful for the work that you're doing. And I highly encourage everyone listening to to learn more and, and verse yourselves in what Maggie's doing and, and with the ShiFi ecosystem. Speaking to that point, you know, we've kind of gone through you were talking about 2017, 2018, the winter we went through those years. We're facing similar uh, similar fronts, um, you know, with the with the contagion and the collapse of FTX. The mismanagement of those funds. Um, I think you know it would be safe to say that crypto is facing one of the most insecure and one of the more secure times we've ever had. you know the fact that we're still seeing such high numbers in ETH and in Bitcoin despite the overall kind of distrust in the market. Um, what are some learning lessons or some roadblocks that you've faced for people who are coming into the space? Um, what, what are some ways that you would tell them to avoid maybe some mistakes that you've made or, or some paths that you would have taken
2: differently? Yeah, that's a great question. So where right now and where even in 2018, seeing some hesitation is, you know, these collapses. I mean, we we haven't quite seen anything like the scale of FTX so and SBF. So, you know, there's a lot of hesitation around, you know, how could an ecosystem be good if such bad actors are allowed to thrive? And, you know, there's a lot of confusion around like how that was, you know, uh, exchange And one of the first places I've been told to go sign up is an exchange. Like if it can go under, you know, how can I trust this ecosystem? So a little different than previous bear markets, which were more like price driven, uh, but you hear similar things like there's too many scammers. Uh, what is a real use case? How is this useful? You know, how can I trust things when they're not stable in some way, shape, or form? So I think you hear a lot of that hesitation. You know, the path to darker places, I'll say, is is paved with good intentions, and people got so caught up in. You know, getting rich quick or web two point five being things and not really teaching people how you can actually really build wealth and stay sovereign and, you know, trust decentralized systems uh, that like we lost the plot. And I felt like sort of sometimes on Twitter, I was like, "Let's not lose the plot before the plot was lost, but it wasn't as sexy as being like, "Hey, buy my nft. it could it could flip and, you know, support X, y, z. So, I think that is um, something Shifai is adamant about: uh, female financial sovereignty for the first time can truly exist because we have blockchains, because we have self custody wallets. We have wallets where if you store the money in your wallet that you know is uniquely yours. Uh, no one can take that away from you. There's no approval process. There's no your husband signing off or your partner. There is an actual way for the first time for you to be in complete control and no one can tell you what you can or can't do with your money. And that is what Shifi teaches. And Shifi teaches you how to then use those funds across the Web3 ecosystem in ways that are safe, in ways that are built on applications that aren't going to go under and your money is going to disappear. There is no advocacy for centralized platforms in Shifi. It is all, you know, DeFi platforms, uh, NFTs, decentralized autonomous organizations or DAOs, Web3 social, the decentralized metaverse. You know, so the thing with Shifi and the good thing is, Shifi doesn't get tangled up in centralized exchange blowups or other protocols crashing like Terra Luna. Uh, I teach Ethereum. I teach applications I've peeked under the hood at. I teach you what's under the hood and how to use it, and how to stay safe. So those that's timeless information. So the market can go up and down. The actors preying on people from centralized platforms or having opaque businesses, that you know will exist, but um, I'm very careful about what I choose to teach. And so I'm only going to teach things that are trusted, truly decentralized, truly built on blockchains, right? These things that we saw with SPF would have never happened if his exchange was a decentralized exchange on a blockchain. So, you know, through all that, uh, it's, and, 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 you know, that's a value choice as well. There is money. I, uh relies on sponsorships to give out scholarships. And, you know, there's a lot of places you could be taking funds from, but, you know, I really care that everything is, you know, super reputable and by the book. And I'm just teaching you to become incredibly knowledgeable. I'm not trying to shill anything or any project.
0: That's amazing. And, and you actually led me into my next question so effortlessly, which is what are some call to actions? What are some ways people can get involved with Shifa? Five?
2: Yes, yeah, so really exciting. We just launched our season eight application. Uh, you can find it on www.shefi.org. I'll also share it uh, with you, Will, so you can send it out in the notes. If you're a woman or non-binary folk, uh, please sign up and please share it. Truly, crypto newbie, maybe you work in NFTs, but you know nothing about DeFi. Maybe you've bought an NFT, sold an NFT. Maybe you want to break into the Crypto Boys Club at your workplace. Uh, we've had members do incredible things after taking my course. Uh, someone just did the entire NFT activation at the World Cup from Visa who went through ShiFi. And she used that, you know, to get into the crypto, be a leader in her crypto unit at Visa. So those are the kinds of success stories that uh, can come from ShiFi. But maybe you're a stay-at-home mom. Maybe you're an artist. Uh, it's really there's no one type of person for Shifi it's someone who's curious who is open to learning who wants hands-on support uh, we not only teach you how to do everything we teach you like what you're lending your money into uh, what it means to connect your wallet you know what what is staking so we'll teach you everything uh, I go under the hood I uh, then I teach you how to do it and then we have a huge support network if you're stuck oh, I can't figure out this wallet thing or, oh, I don't know how to add this new network. And if all that to you right now just sounded confusing, I break it down, I make it simple, I make it fun. Uh, It's live classes, but you can also watch recordings if the time zone doesn't work. It's a global network of a thousand members now from 50 plus countries. And so we do a lot of incredible in-person events as well. So definitely sign up, join us. It's $300. We have plenty of scholarships available as well. Uh, made possible by Polygon, uh, the blockchain network, which is an amazing sponsor to have. And if you're uh, uh, if you identify as male, if you're a guy, uh, share it with your friends. Share it with your sisters. Share it with your moms, your aunts. If you work at a Web two company, please share it in your you know your female friend who has access to the women's network. And so uh, it would be really amazing. Uh, the more signups we have, the more incredible things that we can do as a community. Uh, event activations, getting people to hackathons. It's really your one, your, you know, springboard into all these amazing things in Web3. And we'll be doing something really cool, giving you sign up access to Lens, which is, you know, a decentralized Twitter. Once you sign up for SheFi, that's exclusive to SheFiers, that's Web3 Social. So we've got perks, we've got education, uh, we've got an incredible community. It's really just fun and my passion. And so I would love for you to join in on that journey.
0: That's amazing. And speaking to, you know, the ethos of SheFive, who are some women-led projects or some movers in the space that you'd want to, you know, put some highlights on uh, as we as we close out? Any any women in the space that are just killing it right now the world needs to know about?
2: I mean, there's so many women killing it that the world needs to know about. It might be hard to list, you know, individual women, If you're looking for more groups there's surge women uh, which has you know an nft membership that offers a lot of great resources and perks as well there is boys club which is an incredible crypto female social club and product studio they're doing a lot of great things there's eve wealth Uh, eve wealth is focused on uh, women who want to do more investment focused activities And, uh, there's blue Dow as well, which helps get women's to hackathons. There is, you know, a million there's world of women. I'm a big fan of world of women. They're an incredible NFT project. And there's just so many more. So, um, my BFF, which I'm sure people know about, they have some, you know, all stars on there, but there's really a lot. And then within the ecosystem, there's tons of incredible women and, um, founders and CEOs and heads of product and community. And the cool thing about joining SheFi is I will, um, they're in our community and I'll do my best to get you exposure to all those uh, inspiring women. So that's, you know, another another reason to join. Um, and, you know, maybe, Will, I can give you a Twitter list or something I have too, if you want to include the, that in your notes, but really crypto is an amazing place. There's so many. I mean, Pussy Riot's also into crypto. There's just so many people now uh, working in tandem to make this space, you know, look different and really empower those have been who've been left out of the traditional financial system, and also teach people what new ways there are to uh, monetize their skills, their art, their music, and more importantly, the monetize, create communities and authentic connections in ways they haven't before because of the platform world we live in today
0: no question and and like I said earlier on the show and and I'll reiterate it now I'm so grateful for the work that you're doing because it's necessary and it's needed and if we don't do it then who will so I'm grateful to be speaking with a guest who you know understands the importance of opening doors um, instead of gatekeeping them so so grateful to you um, I'm so excited to see all the work you all continue to do. Is there anything that you wanted to be sure you said to the audience uh, while you while we had the time here? I'm so grateful for your time, but is there anything in specific you wanted to, to close out with?
2: You know, just just the usual. Follow us, you know, on uh, Twitter. It's she underscore underscore F-I. We have amazing content on Instagram, shefi.crypto. You'll find more about our applications, our website, our community events that you're welcome to, even if you're not a member or you don't identify as female or non-binary. And uh, for a lot of crypto hot takes, you can also follow me. I'm at Maggie Love underscore on Twitter. So stay in touch, reach out, ask us questions. Uh, don't be shy, especially if you're curious about anything as it relates to ShiFi we'll kick off our first class of season eight, February 20th. So we're gonna be pretty lenient and take uh, payments and acceptances and provide scholarships all the way up to February 17th. So uh, right up until the last minute there. And then, you know, jumpstart your web three journey with us
0: amazing that's incredible well to all the people who listen to this right before you know a great valentine's gift is the gift of education so
2: yes if, uh, <laughs> if you're
0: wondering something for your significant other this might be the way maggie thank you so much for your time uh anybody who wants to learn more you know if you didn't hear or you want to go back you can find it in the notes below and uh success and happiness to everyone who listened thank you all and thank you Maggie. thank you all,
1: thank you. all you put your money on the lost man they told y'all wrong one already sold y'all songs. Records from the heart that was hot like the stove still on. The herd dripping while it closed the lawn. The frozen arm. Compliment the golden charms. I make chest moves en passant. I'm so nonchalant. All oh, with the flick of the wrist I average triple-double steals and assists It's like I'm running the point Oscar Robinson puffing his joint With 40s and 4.5s That's a lot of points I write crime like Donald Goins Hustle for the coins Breaking down chicken tenderloins Money make a lot of shit Null and void Life you can't avoid Keep it with me cause I'm paranoid Big Glock shots make a scary noise Keep it very poised Turn your group of men into scary boys